If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Call's cloud business phone service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, that is right. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I am your host, Todd Huff. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com, Facebook.com slash Todd Huff Show. If you want to watch the program live or on demand, yes, 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 as long as our friends at Facebook allow that to happen, which they currently are. So thank you, Facebook, for doing that. Um, I want to get into a couple. There's actually many things I want to get to today. I want to start. You know what I want to start with? I want to start with the fact that today is Constitution Day. Today is Constitution Day. And I I bring that up uh, because this – I sometimes think – actually, that's not true. I always think <laughs> – I, I realize that there's a large percentage of people that go around every day in this country who do not have, I don't know, a proper respect, a proper understanding, a proper reverence, or just appreciation and gratitude for what we have here in this great nation and that is in well that is due to what our founders set forth in the constitution i know that it is cool and it is hip and it is in vogue especially if you're a radical leftist especially if you are a leader in the democrat party today especially if you're a democrat politician to be Somewhat, you can say somewhat on one extreme, all the way to completely anti-American. It is cool. It is in vogue. It is hip in places like colleges and universities. It is cool and it is hip all uh, all around these these liberal social circles that we have in this country, and those things permeate. Education, they permeate media, they permeate lots of places in this country. But there is an anti-American sentiment. It's it's taken root in the Black Lives Matter movement by the very leaders themselves who proudly proclaim that they are trained Marxists. I mean, it's remarkable to stop and think about this, but they're trained Marxists. 
In fact, one of the leaders, I forget which one this was. I was looking at this just a little bit ago, but one of the three primary leaders of the Black Lives Matter movement. Actually, it's Alicia Garza. Now that I found the uh, the article in the Daily Caller, she is on record from a speech at a conference back in 2015 saying the following, it's not possible for a world to emerge where black lives matter if it's under capitalism. And it's not possible, she continues. She was at the left forum. That's a left-wing or radical left-wing convention. And it's not possible, she continues, to abolish capitalism without a struggle against national oppression and gender oppression. And so what America is built upon and founded upon, which includes capitalism, which includes freedom, which includes liberty, which includes things that radically transformed the trajectory of life on planet Earth, those things are the enemy of radical leftists, leaders in the Democrat Party, the media, and other places, academics, professors. Now, I'm not claiming that every professor is a radical leftist, but there's a high, high percentage of that. Just like not every member of the media is a radical leftist who is trying to advance a cause and a movement more than they are trying to give us information, give us truth. In fact, many of these folks wouldn't know what truth was if it smacked them up the side of the head. And so here we are on Constitution Day, and I know you appreciate and revere this great nation. I know that you are grateful for the sacrifices of those that have gone before us, those that have fought and defended this great nation, those who pinned the words, the foundations of this great nation, this great constitutional republic. They captured ideas. They put them into writing. And these ideas radically transformed planet Earth. They did as we know it. And people walk around having no idea about this, having no idea there's a Constitution Day, having no idea there's even a Constitution. Or if they have an idea there's a Constitution, they have no idea what's in the Constitution, and they don't really care. They don't really care unless it somehow um, can be construed to stand in front or in the way of a liberal idea, a liberal policy, government growth, and suddenly, uh, suddenly they become experts on on this document, on this Constitution, and can explain to us, well, the left, for example, I've said this on here before, the left has trouble finding your right to keep and bear arms in the Constitution. They have a terribly difficult time. It has a number. It's the Second Amendment. It's right there. They can read it. It's not complicated. It's right there. They can't find that right. No, they've got to regulate, restrict, And even the radicals want to completely make firearms illegal. And they think they can do so, I guess, and still be uh, acting concordance or accordance, I should say, with the Constitution. 
or they just don't care altogether, or they'll tell you it's a living, breathing document. Our founders didn't understand how sophisticated modern firearms would get. Therefore, they were really incorrect in their writing of the Second Amendment. Whatever. I mean, they, they take any number of approaches to this, from ignoring it, to saying it's it's not there, to saying the founders didn't intend for it to be what it is today, and all those sorts of things. Um. So they can't find the Second Amendment and the right to keep and bear arms there, but they can find the right, for example, a constitutional right to have an abortion or to whatever else they want to they want to accomplish to remove, say, to become a socialist nation, for example. And there's lots of things that they find hidden in the Constitution that only the most learned and brilliant among us um, can understand. And that's why we need leftists there to explain to us why the things in the Constitution that we can re- that we can read ourselves don't really mean what they mean. Instead, uh, we need to, to abdicate our responsibility for reading and understanding this this very important document to someone who's a leftist, to someone who wants to uh, further the cause of big government and so forth. But this is Constitution Day. This is the day that we should hold in. It, it, when I say reverence, I, I don't mean, look, it's not uh, It's not a sacred religious text. This isn't a, akin to the Bible. It's written by men. But I will tell you this, that document, that document has in it some very, very fundamentally true and fundamentally important ideas and concepts that have, again, changed the course of humanity. It truly has changed the course of humanity for the better. Now I have to pause and say that the founders, again, were completely wrong as to how they dealt with, uh, how they handled slavery. That is a mistake of our founders. That is something that this nation has dealt with and fixed does not mean that there's still that there's no scars or hurt or problems that exist today it means systemically the problem has been fixed and addressed and i'm not talking about when i talk about the beauty of the document i am not including that in it and i don't want anything i say say to be construed as such we are all created i've said this before i'll say this again we're all created in the image of god we all have within us we all have within us a reflection of our creator god we all have just a, a glimpse of of his glory we're not demigods or little gods or anything like that but we have a reflection of who he is within us we are all equal in his eyes we are all equally value at, valued as human beings from the perspective of our creator. Even through the perspective of people on this planet, the correct way of looking at people is to say we're all equally valued. Now, some of us may have different value in the marketplace. Some of us may have different value at our business as far as what we're doing or what we provide. But then again, you go into a different situation you go to your church, someone else might have a, 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 
I don't know, a different role there where they have more authority and vice versa. You just, you know, people, depending upon the scenario, the circumstances, we have different, uh, different roles and responsibilities. None are unimportant, but some are uh, maybe positions of leadership and people that can direct, you know, depending upon the business or church or whatever environment, uh, civic organization, people may have more roles, more responsibilities, but their value as human beings are the same regardless of anything, color, ethnicity, gender, etc. But this na- so that this nation made mistakes. Made mistakes in that regard in its founding. But the other ideas that are captured in that document that are enumerated in the Bill of Rights have unleashed upon humanity upon this planet a tremendous force for good and people on the left people in the media people in academia people in hollywood they want to criticize this nation as being some sort of a dark blot on planet earth we're the problem they think if only we could be more like fill in the blank with some socialist nation then the world would be a better place. If only the Soviets could have fully harnessed the power of communism. Oh, and they could have saved us from ourselves. If only. I had professors in college who thought this way. There's many leftists who think this way today. But this nation, this nation is truly a beacon of light on this planet. It is a refuge for freedom. Yes, we are battling against powers and people who want to change that. Yes, we are. We need to be constantly vigilant. We need to see uh, government lose its power. We need to see certain people in elected office removed peaceably through the ballot box, in case I need to say that. But they need to not be in, uh, not be in positions of power. They need to be unelected, if you will. They need to to lose elections and not have positions of power. We need to see more liberty, less government. Yes, we need to see all those sorts of things. And yes, we have real problems. But the reason this nation is so blessed, there's a couple of reasons. Number one, we embraced truth in the Constitution. We recognized who we were, people created in the image of God. We understood that we were created to be free that we were created to be citizens, not subjects, that we were created to be able to live the lives that we chose without interference or with as little interference as possible from governing authorities, and that we were free to engage in commerce as much as that is possible, that the job of the government should be uh, restrained to certain areas. It should not be allowed to to get tentacles into every aspect of our lives should not be the case at all. But that's what we're fighting off constantly here in this nation. But this nation is a good place, founded upon fantastic ideas. And again, yes, removing from that what we, um, how our founders handled the issue of, of slavery. But the other ideas in that document are fantastic. And we all benefit from those. And today's a day that's designed for us uh, 
to just remember that, to reflect upon that. We are fortunate. We are blessed to wake up each and every day as Americans. Yes, we have problems. Yes, there are threats to our liberty. Yes, those must be addressed. And yes, we must proclaim the truths of liberty and the other ideas and ideals that were set forth in our Constitution. We need to strive to become a more perfect union, as they wrote in that very important fundamental foundational document for this great nation. We are blessed. And I know I want to say this too. I know I think it's important for those. I know that there's people right now who hear my voice who are, you know, personally, you know, personally going through hurts, whether it be financial difficulties, divorce, relationship problems, health problems, the problems, you know, just relationally with someone in, in your, you know, family or your circle of friends, or there's maybe you're dealing with some health scare, all sorts of things. And and the, the system of government that we put in place cannot insulate us from that. And I'm not minimizing those hurts and those fears and those sorts of things. And all of us go through those things at different periods in our lives. And if we're not in those periods now, we will be soon. So I'm not talking about those, you know, those pains go across all types of government. That's the problem of humanity with, you know, having to deal with our sin and rebellion and just the consequences of living in a broken. I don't mean that. Please don't misunderstand my words there. It doesn't mean that if you're sick, you did something specifically wrong. I'm just saying the problem of a broken world. We didn't do things God's way. We broke the world and how it worked. But I am saying this. In spite of that, that's true for all peoples of all different types of governments in all places around the world. But when you look at the type, the, just the, the, the system, the, the, the standard of living that we have, the opportunities that each of us have before us each and every day is remarkable. We are indeed blessed. We are fortunate. Our founders did a good thing, and the people that have gone before us as Americans have done lots of good things that have prepared us, have set us up to achieve even greater things and to live even better lives. So this is Constitution Day, and I just wanted to take a moment off the top to talk about that, my respect and reverence for the document, and it is responsible. Those brave men who signed their names to that document along with the Declaration, those who fought for Freedom and these ideals, they have changed all of our lives for the better. And we are indebted to them in some way to continue this, to pass that that torch of liberty on to the next generation. And that's what we try to do here each and every day with tremendous success, by the way, because 98% of scientists agree that listening to this program can stop and even reverse those terrible effects of liberalism, the terrible effects that come when you love government more than you should. And I've got to take a break. Come back and shift gears next segment, but this is Constitution Day, and I wanted to recognize that off the top. You're listening here to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. So, of course, we're in the midst of an election cycle here. We are looking at (laughs) 
Did you see this? So, okay. So Twitter. Good old Twitter. Twitter who is, I mean, look, we know who they want to be president of the United States. It's not any surprise. I mean, we don't have to sit here and scratch our heads and wonder based upon the actions of Twitter, the things that they've said, the positions that they've taken, the way that they've uh, intervened in silencing certain individuals. Now, I know that they've there's been liberals who have violated Twitter policies, and there have been conservatives that have violated Twitter's policies. But if you look at the folks that were silenced for not really violating any policy, they just were targeted and take uh, throw Facebook in this mix as well. That's why I say on this program at the beginning that you can watch us live or on demand while we're on Facebook. So long as our friends at Facebook allow that to remain the case. And it looks like as of right now, and I've learned it's a minute-by-minute minute thing. And we'll adjust if they kick us off of Facebook. But I'll tell you right now, we're conservative, not bitter. And we're not going to violate any Facebook policy. We may say something Facebook. Actually, no, that's not true. We will say things Facebook doesn't like and Twitter doesn't like. But as far as silencing people because of what they're saying ideologically, it's clear who's being targeted by these social media companies. Headline Fox News, Trump campaign asks Twitter to mark Biden coronavirus ad as manipulated video, but the company refuses. Meanwhile, Trump lab uh, Twitter labeled a parody video Trump shared of Biden as manipulated. So Trump <laughs> Trump forwards. I can't play it because the music Oz wants me to play it over here. No, I don't know. She might. I think she does. I can't play it though because the song that's playing in the background of the tweet that Trump sent is an NWA song. An NWA song that um the bleep button would make it unrecognizable. But it's their song, an older song back from whenever this was, the 80s, I guess, maybe early 90s, whenever that was. Um, F the police. And so in the manipulated, the quote-unquote manipulated video, and maybe I'll retweet this. It's just got some, I mean, it's unedited. It's uncensored. It's edited video, <laughs> but... So it shows Biden at the podium, and Biden looks like he – it looks like he's grabbing something to – like uh, some device to play a bit of audio. And he hits play, and he kind of starts dancing at the podium. And so someone it was tweeted from the United Spot at, at, at the United Spot 1 – it's playing Biden kind of I, – I use the word dancing a lot uh, very loosely. It looks like maybe a dance move he used with Corn Pop back when they were about to mix it up in the 1960s outside that pool in Wilmington, Delaware. It looks like something you may have seen uh, before a scene between the uh, – well, in a John Travolta movie or something. 
And he's kind of bouncing back and forth, dipping his shoulders, kind of bobbing his head. And someone's someone's taken the opportunity to put the NWA song there. It's clearly a parody. It's clearly a parody. Twitter says that video needs to be marked as, what's it say? It says edited video. Edited video. Okay, obviously. Although there's still truth. See, that's the thing about parody that the liberals hate so much. The the way the reason it's funny is because there's a part of it that is making a point that's even greater than if you say Biden is not a pro-police candidate. Biden and his he has a a, a part of his base. Biden is not a law and order president. I can say that. And I can say there's a part of his base that embraces radical whatever you want to call it, the, the, the looting and the rioting and the anarchy and whatever else. It's funny how anarchists are also communists at the same time. I mean, it's, it's a crazy – it's just they just – they're mad at the system. They don't like America. They're not happy, again, that it's Constitution Day. They don't know it's Constitution Day, probably never read the Constitution, probably only believe the Constitution says what some liberal – professor or some liberal person on MSNBC or whatever has to say that the document says. So it's clearly it's clearly edited, but the reason that they don't like parody is because it has a way of delivering the message in even a more powerful way. So even though Biden literally wasn't playing a song from the the podium F the police NWA, he does in many ways because of his unwillingness to speak out, because of the way they want to patronize and appeal to this part of their base, they've not come strongly enough out in favor of law and order and against this lawlessness. They haven't. And so that's why it's funny. So Twitter marks that one as edited video, manipulated. I think that's what it is, manipulated. That even sounds worse. Not edited, it's manipulated. Manipulated video. So Biden and his team put together an ad about President Trump and his response to COVID-19, and it's clearly edited video, dare I say manipulated video. Twitter will not mark it as such. I want to play the ad for you after the break, but it's time to take a break here. Oz is doing her job, even though I've ignored what she's been telling me, which it is time to take a break. And we'll do that now. You're listening here to the home of conservative, not better talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Welcome back. Okay, so we talked about this tweet that... Trump did retweet. Oz asked me during this break, I don't understand, why did did Trump know that the NWA song was playing in the thing that he retweeted about Biden? Yes, yes. It's. I mean, if you watch the video, clearly, I mean, there's no way to, to miss that the music's playing. Um, so he retweeted that, but... The administration, the campaign, I should say, has issue with what Biden's able to get away with, what Team Biden's able to get away with with their ads 
They can say whatever they want. They can manipulate and edit video all that they want. You ever notice that when, when they, the left, when the left has to change video, say for example, say for example, uh, the left, the media, it's all one group of people. But let's say George, you're George Zimmerman and you call in to 911 to report someone who looks suspicious in your neighborhood and you say, as he did, I'm you know reporting someone in my neighborhood. He's you know acting suspiciously. Whatever he's got a hood on, you know, a hoodie on with the hood up. Then the nine one one operator actually asks, "What's his race?" And he responds, "He looks black." That's what George Zimmerman actually said. But the media decided to edit. They would edit the video for time's sake. That's right. They had to format. They had to cut down, say, a 12-second segment. I'm picking numbers here at random, but to some degree, it's not far from what it was. A 12-second clip, they needed to get it down to eight. So what they did was, instead of having the 911 operator ask George Zimmerman to provide the race, they changed the 911 phone call on CBS. I can't remember who. I think it was CBS, but maybe, maybe I'm wrong. It was one of the networks. And they edited it to say, you know, George Zimmerman calling in, hey, there's someone walking around looking suspiciously. He's got a hoodie on. He looks black. So that was for, that was not, no, no, that was not manipulating video. That wasn't even editing it. That was just for time's sake, right? They were trying to cut it down. So anytime they edit video or edit audio, which by the way, can mean any number of things. Edit audio. You know that this this program, this program plays as a podcast, and it plays, um, you know, at different times other than when it's live on on Freedom. And we edit the audio, but we don't change what I say. We have to edit it because th- there might be a second or two that has to be trimmed or compressed or whatever to fit within the true time slot for it there's just some things that have to be done to make sure that it's packaged and ready to fit into the next uh to to when it you know airs there's there's seconds here and there that you've got to sometimes do stuff with and so it's edited video or excuse me edited audio but it, it that can that term is designed that that term can be used either direction. But when they say manipulated, oh, manipulated video, I promise you I'd play this ad. So here's what the team team Biden did. They're trying to say, and, and Biden tweeted this out yesterday or two days ago. Donald Trump is not responsible for COVID nineteen, but he is responsible for his failed response and for lying to the American people. So they put together this manipulated Twitter. Twitter, hear me out manipulated video. Here's what it says. The coronavirus. And this is their new hoax. Many call it a virus, which it is. Many call it a flu. What difference? This thing is a killer if it gets you. If you're the wrong person, you don't have a chance. That's the monster part. It is the plague. This thing is a killer if it gets you. This is their new hoax. It's now saying he lied, or he knew he lied. Biden Harris. It says Biden Harris. It doesn't say Harris Biden. Maybe it should say Harris Biden after listening to these jokers yesterday and also listening after realizing that Biden has said in the past he may only want run for one term. The Democrats say that their vice presidential pick Kamala Harris 
she might, uh, she's going to be their next, no- I mean, the plan is for her to be the next nominee. And so, you know, because Biden is not going to be their, uh, quite possibly be their long-term solution. And so the question is, people out there who's thinking about, who are thinking about voting Democrat, are you prepared to vote for Kamala? But anyway, back to this 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 video, of course, it's clearly manipulated. It's clearly manipulated. Trump did not say coronavirus was a hoax. He was talking about the way that it's been reported in the media, which in fairness, a lot of those things that are reported in the media turn out to be hoaxes or at least um, are, are very they're, – they're deception. They're a form of deception. I call the, the media – most of these folks are professional deceivers. It's what they engage in, full-time deception, using uh, their credentials, using their position, using their uh, access to information as a way so as to manipulate. You want to talk about manipulate? They should have a full-time on Jim Acosta's Twitter feed. It should just say manipulated information. What you're about to hear here, CNN, so it should just say manipulated information. It should actually say what you're about to see, what you're about to read or hear on the CNN Twitter feed is information that has been uh, scrubbed and manipulated so as to persuade you to come to a certain conclusion, not to share information with you. It should just say manipulated. Everything here you're about to see is manipulated, is part of a plan, is part of a narrative, is part of deception. So Trump is Trump is right. I mean, there is a double standard. Anyway, the media never does their job. In fact, that reminds me of Kaylee McEnany. She she kind of gave it to the media yesterday. And I want to play that soundbite after the break. Quick timeout is needed. Before that, you're listening to Conservative Not Bitter Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Okay, so let's look here. Kaylee McEnany yesterday at the White House talking with the media. She's, I mean, she knows what she's getting into, right? She knows what the media, who they are, what their purpose is. It's not to communicate anything about President Trump that's any of his accomplishments, especially seven weeks out from an election. But she makes – it still needs to be done. I mean this they, they still need to be exposed. It's amazing to me the number of people, even smart people, who are not aware of just how bad these uh, – the, the people are who are trying to – who are supposedly sharing information with us, who are so, supposedly the only people between government overreach and the American people, the media – trying to make sure that we know what's going on in our country and so forth. They don't do that. They're there to direct a narrative and so forth. But this is what she has to say to the media yesterday for their refusal to even ask any questions. One single question about the Abraham Accords, the peace accords between the United States, Israel, the United States, and Bahrain. Here's what she has to say. 
way into is the Middle East peel, um, the Middle East peace deal signed yesterday that I did not receive a single question about. That was the first time it's happened in a quarter of a century. If Obama and Biden had achieved this, um, there would lo look a lot different. Uh, you wouldn't have Chuck Todd saying he's uncomfortable with the deal that brings peace between the United Arab Emirates and Israel and Bahrain. Um, you wouldn't have C CBS calling it, quote, a business deal. And you wouldn't have Nancy Pelosi calling it a distraction. Uh, maybe it's a distraction from her visits to the hair salon, but those were significant agreements. <laughs> First time in a quarter of a century, three peace deals in 29 days. Took 26 years uh, for the prior two peace deals. So this, uh, the Nobel Peace Prize nomination for the president, two of them, um, very well deserved. Thank you. So there she goes, telling them, why don't you ask about this? If the Harris administration was in office as this was going on, then things would be much different. If Obama were in office, right after you talked about the quality of his jump shot, how he's out there practicing with the Chicago Bulls or whatever it is, he's basically an NBA player. That's what we were supposed to believe Obama Obama was, what, 47 or whatever whenever he took office. I guess he was in his NBA prime back then. This, they really wanted you to think that this guy, he could have either been, he was sitting there thinking, do I go to the NBA? Do I go to the White House? I mean, you know, where, where can I be used? Where can I be used more? Where can I help initiate more hope and change? And so if, if he were president and once they fawned over the quality of his jump shot and his NBA career or whatever else, then they would have praised him for this peace, these peace deals between Bahrain, um, United States, United Arab, United Arab Emirates, Israel. But that's not what's happening. They don't even ask a single question. All they want to do is demonize and attack this president. And she's exactly right. And I've got to take a break. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Welcome back. So, again, I want to conclude by just saying, reminding you again, those that may have missed the first segment, first of all, shame on you. Shame on you. Uh, but you can get that program. It's currently on Facebook. It's always at ToddHuffShow.com slash listen, and you can always download our podcast. It is free. Go to your favorite. It's not as hard as you think either. I know some folks who maybe haven't downloaded podcasts yet. It's it's really not that hard to subscribe Especially if you, have an, if you have an iPhone, you just go to that podcast, that little preloaded button on your, your iPhone, click that, search Todd Huff Show, and just hit subscribe, and it'll start getting you'll start getting those to your uh, you know, to, to your phone. And you can listen to those whenever you want. But I mentioned today is Constitution Day. This is Constitution Day. And I wanna again, I can't summarize what I said that for twenty minutes or whatever in the first segment, but I will say this we are blessed, we are fortunate. We are among the most blessed and fortunate people that have ever walked this planet by being simply by being Americans. And I'm not glossing over whatever personal pain and difficulties you may be having. That's not my point at all. But it is instead to point out that we live in the greatest nation in the history of the world because our founders took the time to understand core principles and truth, put those into writing, limit our government, give us freedom. 
That does not include what they did with slavery, but folks, they were right on so, so, so many things that transformed this world. Happy Constitution Day. God bless SDG.